Hello everyone, welcome back to the pod. It has been such a busy couple weeks, but I'm back and ready to talk your ears off. I know I've been doing kind of a every other week episode, but I really am trying to get on track, so I'm going to try and hold myself accountable. Um, But yeah, this weekend was so fun. I actually went to a friend's wedding. It was so beautiful and I just remembered how fun it was to attend weddings. Doesn't matter whose, I'm having a good time. The music, the environment, just everything about it was so fun. I don't care for best friends, coworkers, or mutual friends. I will be crying at your wedding. I was kind of expecting I'd cry at this one, but the vows just really get me and the way that theirs happened, it was raining and everyone had umbrellas, but the rain didn't stop them and it made me want to cry just listening to them be so happy and pure even in that moment so shout out to you guys congratulations on your marriage it was so beautiful oh i just love going it's so fun to dress up and see everybody and the parents at weddings get pretty wild and i'm kind of nervous to have that experience for myself i feel like my mom's gonna get (laughs) shit-faced But nonetheless, let's get into today's long-awaited episode. I'm going to make two parts for this one. Um, As you can see from the title, it will be the MLM episode, but I still want to have a very special guest to talk to me on the part two of this podcast episode. So this one will kind of just lay the groundwork for part two. So let's get into the highlight of the week and then we'll actually get into the meat of the episode. Well, I guess my highlight of the week is actually the wedding and going to that. So I did kind of touch on it, but I just want to say it was so fun. And I want to know, like, I haven't seen a wedding cake at a wedding in so long. Like, is that just not a thing anymore? I know they're so expensive. So if that's a cut that you can make now and it's acceptable, I love it. Um, I also, they didn't do a lot of traditional things, which I actually liked. Like, they didn't do a bouquet toss, they didn't do the garter, which I think is already kind of creepy. I just can't imagine having my parents and my in-laws watching my husband use his mouth to take something off from under my dress. I would just be too embarrassed. (laughs) But I liked that they did a lot of non-traditional things that made it more refreshing, I guess, and it didn't feel like there was too much pressure on the wedding, which I liked too. It was also a six-course dinner, which I am not nearly fancy enough for. We had no idea how to use our utensils, but honestly, from watching a lot of Gilmore Girls and TikToks, I surprisingly knew what every spoon was for. I was guessing and telling everyone what to do the whole time, and I'm like, you can copy me or not. But we asked one of the servers, and I ended up being right for all of them, so suck it. I guess I am cut out for royalty. (laughs) um but yeah my highlight of the week is just that celebrating love it was so beautiful and I can't wait to watch more of my friends get married I can't believe I'm just at that age that that's normal now and I'm gonna have to learn how to not ball my eyes out at every single one of them (laughs) or at my own like I don't know how I'm gonna hold my shit together anyways that is a problem for the future (laughs) let's get into the episode 
Okay, so let's get into it. So today we're going to talk about MLMs and my personal experiences with them and the strong feelings I have towards them. And I know I'm not the only one. So if you aren't sure what an MLM is, it stands for multi-level marketing or sometimes referred to as pyramid schemes, which is more popular. Although I know some may argue that the two definitions are different, but I think they're fundamentally the same business model. So we're just going to group them into that one term. So some 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 MLMs you might have heard of are the makeup ones like New Skin, New Serity, uh, Unique is one, Avon, which I actually remember from my childhood because my mom owned a few Avon products and at this point MLMs weren't as popularized, but I think this this was also the time where they were starting to get popular because I know a lot of people would sell um makeup products, knives, anything for your kitchen, and you would just be seeing friends and family try to sell these things to each other. But I wasn't aware at the time because I was so young that they were quote-unquote MLMs. Other ones that you might have heard of are Enagic, which is actually a water filter brand, and they sell a water filter that costs an arm and a leg. I think it's like $4,000 to get one and I think you have to replace them and then they also sell like $300 tea and it's supposed to promise all these health benefits. Um, This water brand is actually a big part of some of the research I did on this MLM series. I don't know if it'll fit into one or sorry two parts so it might just be a three-parter and I could do more research into certain ones you guys are interested in and make it a whole ongoing series so i could do that if you're interested but i'll get into that later um another popular one is the weight loss supplement brand called isogenics so if you hear of any of these company names try to approach you just be cautious but i'm sure you guys already know the whole spiel people like to give you when they message you on instagram or text and it's often a person that you haven't heard from in a while which is what gets me into the next part i feel like pyramid schemes put such a strain on relationships and it's actually so depressing because a lot of the time people will just think a friend is reaching out to them and before it was really popular and awareness was lower for pyramid schemes I genuinely I don't know if it's just me being naive but I genuinely just thought people were interested in getting back in touch with each other but There's always an ulterior motive and it always starts out with someone being so incredibly nice and asking how you are, complimenting you in some way or your feed or anything like that and then they slowly start asking you if you're happy with your job and most people say no. (laughs) If you listen to my 9 to 5 episode, you know what I'm talking about. But anyways, they'll begin to brag about this amazing opportunity that they can't believe anyone would pass up. And then you slowly start to fall into the trap, whether you know it or not. And I'm telling you right now, they have zero, and I mean zero, interest in catching up with you and what's actually going on with your life. And it's kind of sad because it ruins some friendships. And this is assuming that the person approaching you is actually an old friend or classmate, but sometimes it can be a completely random girl that just wants to compliment your Instagram and try to get you that way. But if you're anything like me, I have some form of social anxiety, hence the name of the podcast. And I'm unfortunately such a people pleaser that it was so, so hard for me to deny them. Plus, this is also probably five or six years ago. 
that I just wasn't as mature as I am now or educated on the topic and I know I'm not the only one who'd feel that way. I was also a broke university student when my first MLM experience presented itself and anything to escape debt was something I was willing to hear even if it downright just felt so wrong deep down and I knew something was wrong with it because I was almost embarrassed to tell people about it and that's when you know that something's wrong with it. I wish I did consult people about this beforehand but I was just afraid to hear the truth to be honest so I will get into that experience and just how these MLM and pyramid schemes can get you even though you do have some rational thinking the way that they present these opportunities just make it seem like your life would be way better off doing this kind of thing rather than trading uh, your time for money which is what basically most nine to five jobs are and while there are ways to do that this certainly isn't the way but these girls make it very convincing that it is and I say girls because that's what I've mostly seen I know there's definitely men involved in pyramid schemes as well but I'm just speaking from experience and what frustrates me the most about MLMs is that they are notorious for the girl boss narrative They make it seem like they have it all figured out. They are insanely positive guys, like 24-7. I follow someone on Instagram, and they are always bragging about their newfound appreciation for life, how blessed they are, and how they can't believe that they are making more money, and they used to work a minimum wage job. It's always this like struggle story that they want you to read so you get pulled in, and as a tra- and that is attractive to a lot of people who are struggling to find something that'll be sustainable enough to live their life. For example, a lot of women in the US, for example, one cost of living is so high there and they don't get the same support we do in Canada, so I can only imagine that childcare is crazy and even having the baby in the hospital costs freaking like $300,000 or something. <laughs> And so finding an opportunity like this is obviously very appealing to them. They can work from home with their children. And I did also look it up. And what I said earlier about me being encountered with a lot of women in the MLM business is because 75% of the women are uh, make up the MLM world. And that's because I know a lot of the products are more structured for women and obviously blogger mommies are another great target so there's also a lot of that so it just makes me sad because this is what we have painted boss babe so now every time I hear someone say girl boss boss babe anything like that it just makes me so unmotivated to actually want to be a girl boss because it's so tainted (laughs) from hearing all these girls fucking talk about it it's so frustrating and what's even more frustrating is that i fell for it so yes guys i am guilty i did fall for one and this is not the water and magic one i mentioned at the beginning of the episode this one is completely different This one is one I fell for in my early 20s while I was in university. I know I should have known better. I was just kind of sad and this is something that presented itself at such a good time for me. So it just felt right. And I don't know if this is the same in all cultures, but in Asian culture, it's very common for children to help their parents 
and I just was like, this is crazy. Like, I can help my mom relieve her of all her debt. I can help with my student debt, and I'll be all set for, I don't know, a down payment for a house. This is, like, the big things they promise you, which is what is so sad. And obviously, it's sad because I know I'm smarter than that, but I still chose to believe it. So maybe I'm not so smart. Anyways, thank God that... I am proud to say that I stopped the chain at myself because I didn't lose any friends. I just was in it for a very short period of time before I realized, oh, this is stupid and this is not how you make money. But again, I was embarrassed to even talk about it. So I'm not surprised that it did end there. And I'm so antisocial that I don't think I could push sales on people I know because I'd be too scared to end our friendship anyways. So anyways, let me walk you through my recruitment process. So once I said I was interested, it was a bunch of arranging calls with different people and even that scared the shit out of me already. I'm like, one, it's already hard for me to talk to someone I was friends with before. You expect me to talk to a complete stranger about all my insecurities and why I want to make money. (laughs) And then two, the next part, once you have that initial call and mind you, they put you on the spot. Like I was talking on the phone with my friend and she literally was like, oh, one of my, I, I don't know if it's boss is the correct term, but it was her boss because she was working under this lady, but one of her colleagues was on the other line, on silent, and then she's like, I actually have, let's call her Anna on the line, and she's ready to talk to you, and I was like, what? I'm not ready, so it puts you in a position to not, to say yes, <laughs> So that they don't really give you an option, which scared the crap out of me. Like, this is, this caused so much anxiety. Like, I'm having a panic attack thinking about it right now. And just talking to strangers on the phone is already hard as it is. And to be with someone on the phone trying to sell you something is even worse because again i'm a people pleaser so i want to say yes to everything and sound like an action taker someone who's willing to take a risk one of those people but i should have just been rude and hung up because that would have saved me a lot of fucking money (laughs) so once that initial phone call happened and they kind of explained to me they gave me a sob story they were like oh i couldn't afford to do anything with my daughter i couldn't afford to put her through school but now we're going on trips to europe we're spending more time together as mother and daughter and obviously as an only child and raised by a single mother i'm like oh i want to be able to do that for me and my mom but you know They just try to really hit your heartstrings where they know will get you. So I'll give them that. They're good at manipulating feelings. So once I got over that initial thing, I went to, it was like a gathering slash party at this really, really nice house in downtown Calgary, I'm pretty sure. And I did go with one of my friends who I am desperately waiting to have on for part two. And he'll kind of tell you his experience with this same company um but anyways we come to this big house and it's beautiful but also i didn't really notice this because i was so enamored by everything that the house looked rented almost it didn't look lived in there were no pictures of the people who owned quote unquote the the home 
there wasn't any sign of living like it almost just looked like a show home if that makes sense but I didn't notice that when I was there but looking back at it now I'm pretty sure they just used a fake Airbnb or something I should really check to see if it is an Airbnb <laughs> anyway so you come up you gather and they make it seem very low pressure that you don't have to do anything but they show you all the products and they have a slideshow and they talk about the different girls who've had success stories and again it's just the same thing you heard over the phone but now there's a glitz and glammy presentation for you um, to capture your attention more and then they go around and let you sample the product and show you all these before and after pictures that make you go whoa like this is magic like it can take a freaking scar that the hospital can remove and just by rubbing on this product it'll go away in a few weeks like it was stuff like that and while that's when I started um being a little suspicious I was still so <laughs> I can't even believe I'm sharing this because I just feel bad for past me I was just so interested I'm like oh my gosh like I can definitely do this and that can definitely be me I'm the next success story and it's just sad that they actually are brainwashed and make people believe that this is true and I think a lot of them think that it's true for themselves as well and I don't think they see it as a scam or they do and they're just like completely unethical at heart I don't know <laughs> but anyway so I went through that whole thing and then at the end you can choose to sign up or buy products or anything like that and there's obviously fees for when that happens so after this party it took me a long while to think about it I should have thought even longer <laughs> but they follow up with everybody all the time like you have to block their numbers to make them stop trying like I'll give them that they have a lot of drive because when you're in on MLM you have to get people under you or else you're making zero dollars <laughs> so I get why they're so persistent but anyways so I told my friend that I wanted to take the leap and I want to punch myself in the face for doing that but I just felt like it was the thing I was like I need to be more optimistic I need to be glass half full like I am going to do this and spoiler alert I am not <laughs> what I thought I was gonna be six years ago <laughs> anyways um, long story short, I spent about a thousand dollars. I know I could have had a thousand dollars right now on these products, and I was promised everything. Like they gave you the whole "Welcome to the family," where we can't wait for your life to change, blah blah blah. But then comes the hard part where you have to start selling your soul basically and trying to lose every friendship just so you can get anybody under you to do the exact same thing make the exact same mistake and you just get higher so if you did start really early and you have like a ton of people under you and you don't feel sorry for them then i mean i guess great like mlms do work for some people but yeah i just spent the money that i really didn't have to spend <laughs> and then i had a party at my stupid house and i can't even believe i'm bringing this up because I blocked this out of my memory. It was the most embarrassing thing I've ever done in my life. But I asked friends, family, and freaking co-workers to come to my house and have the exact same party that was at that little fancy mansion that I went to a couple weeks before. And there, I just had my friend talk about her success story. 
and same thing demonstration around the room and it was just so awkward and I was I knew I felt the tension in the room with all my family being like what the hell is she doing and even my mom was like I don't know about this it's kind of weird and I still didn't listen I was just so stubborn because I'm like oh I'm gonna be one of those people that people didn't believe in and then I get successful and then they're like oh I should have believed her but you know what (laughs) I let that dream kind of carry me away so if you're one of my friends that went to that and haven't brought it up to me I thank you for that because I am so sorry I put you through that (laughs) but that is my short little story about this company I don't know if I should name drop them I feel like I want to but that might be in part two and I want to tell you a little bit more in depth when I do have my friend on because he has some really good insights (laughs) about them as well and a slightly different experience for me but anyways I just wanted to rant about the way that all these MLMs have the exact same shameless sales tactics and they're like guilt drip guilt tripping people for even thinking of working a normal job because why would they when they're losing the opportunity to do this why are you not taking advantage especially I feel bad for a lot of the moms that are targeted that are like oh why wouldn't you want to spend more time with your children at home you could just be doing this instead of wasting your time and I know a lot of people too have had some random people not friends thankfully message them about weight loss products and they're like hey i noticed that you could use the last uh you could lose the last 10 pounds and i have the perfect way you can do it and or they look and be like oh like i noticed that you don't have any bikini pictures posted and they'll literally come to you and say stuff like that And while I know that would not work on a lot of people and they would just be like, fuck you, don't talk about my body, a lot of people feel bad. And I am not shaming them for that because I have definitely been in those shoes. Like when someone points something out, it's all you can think about, think about for the rest of the day (laughs) or your life. Or it's the thing you think about every time you close your eyes at night. So those tactics work and it's actually so depressing that it's still a thing. And now they're evolving into this different scam where they're proposing it now as like a business opportunity an online business and work from home kind of thing when it really isn't it's still door-to-door sales basically (laughs) and it's just so sad like the way that they think it's still a sustainable way to keep a business because I know a lot of people now are more aware of it and usually that's just a quick block on Instagram But my main reason for making this episode is that I know that there's still out people out there that were like me six years ago, knowing that maybe it is maybe it is wrong, but maybe it's the key to changing my life. And I can tell you right now, there are so many other ways to do that. And while I'm still in that phase of figuring out what that might be and what the best tactic is, it certainly isn't pyramid schemes. And I can tell you right now, people will talk shit behind your back because there is a lot of hate for the girl boss narrative and I'm sorry, but it's just not a thing. Oh my gosh, sorry. I've also been tripping on my words and choking on my spit because I'm just so angry and heated when I talk about (laughs) these kinds of things. But can I also add that they also adopt a lot of 
cult techniques. Like MLMs are basically cults. The way that they recruit people and those tactics and they promise renewal basically, all the financial manipulation and the promise of all these large profits. Like they basically say you're gonna be making like upwards of $25,000 a month, which is insane for most people. But like cults, they also have control over you and they think everything in this world is magic, which I wish it was, but it isn't. And a lot of the times if you fail and you don't have enough sales, for example, they really push like the self-blame. Like all the people who are successful are just harder workers than you are. And that is so wrong. It's not because of a lack of hard work or competence. It's it's because the business model just doesn't fucking work. It's not sustainable. And the way that they make you feel is just not great, obviously. (laughs) So just everything about it makes me mad. It's basically a scam that's legal. And I want to talk more about the legality of MLMs in the next episode, but... Anyways, I'm just saying the recruiters are just so convincing, which they are for cults as well. And I know it's a very drastic comparison, but a lot of them, a lot of MLMs you see and a lot of cults you see, a lot of their values align. So that says a lot. They use deception as well. So they hold the information from you. For example, like they just say they have a great business opportunity, but they don't tell you what it is until you're like reeled into those parties or stuck on the phone call for example like you don't know what it is without inquiring more about it and once you inquire more that's when they start revealing a little bit and that's basically when you have no way to escape (laughs) and it's hard to avoid them at that point so they really just like hide everything and then they distort a lot of the information and the statistics they share to you Um, A lot of it is just lying. I'm pretty sure some of the stats aren't even accurate or even based off of anyone. But that's what really gets people. And that's how cults work. It's They're controlling your mind, basically. And it's a brilliant technique in their point of view. But anyways, in regular jobs, you wouldn't see people recruiting you this hard. But I will end the episode there. Let me know what you think. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing my experience with an MLM. I might drop some tea in episode two about what that changed in terms of my relationship with the girl. And then also my second MLM that I decided to look into for research for this episode. So that's exciting. I kind of played a double agent (laughs) for that one and got all the information and it came at a cost. Not as big of a cost, but still a little cost. But you know what? I just wanted to provide a well-rounded episode. And hopefully I can have my friend on so he can tell you everything. He has so many good stories. And basically he's gonna (laughs) rip them to shreds. But I'm here for it. Let me know if you know anyone who has been successful in a multi-level marketing company or if you've actually used a product from one of these MLMs and you actually did enjoy it but just don't like the fact that it comes from a business model like this. Anyways, thank you guys for listening so much. I'll talk to you next week for... I don't know if I'm going to do the MLM episode again or space them out. Let me know. Anyways, talk to you soon. Bye.